Brian, I have a uh, a special little surprise for you today. Um, some of you may have heard me mention on the podcast before. I'm in school right now, and uh, I put had to put together this little audio snippet you're about to hear for a project, and this also serves as a preview of a sort of future project of mine. This uh, future podcast is going to be interviews with journalists about stories that have really impacted them or stories that they were, for one reason or another, never able to really get off the ground. And I'm really excited to bring it to you. It doesn't really have a title right now. And the sort of tentative premiere date is going to be sometime in the summer, most likely. So look for that. I'll be promoting that more heavily once it comes closer. This is just a snippet of what that'll sound like. Uh, It's an interview actually with my father, Kevin Flynn, who worked as a journalist at the Rocky Mountain News for about 30 years before it closed. Because of the requirements for this assignment, there are more sound effects and more shit going on on the track than I would prefer. But I feel like this still serves as a really good preview of what I want to do with this upcoming show. I hope you enjoy it and we'll be back next week. What was the date? It was January of 86. So I don't want to say something wrong. Uh, On that day in 1986, a lot of us were going about our business in the Rocky Mountain News and not really paying much attention. Suddenly it came over the wires that the Challenger space shuttle exploded. Everybody just went into scramble mode. We made a nearly immediate decision to get an extra out on the street. It had been a very, very long time since either newspaper in Denver had done an extra edition. After things calmed down, one of the immediate thoughts that came to my mind was that I knew this was going to happen. A couple years earlier, I had been investigating claims of a worker at the Martin Marietta plant that the space shuttle was going to blow up. He provided me with some information about the load testing that had been conducted. And they had done load testing on the titanium brackets that are meant to hold the solid rocket booster. That was that big orange fuel tank. And then the solid rocket boosters, the two white smaller rockets on either side, flanked the uh, external fuel tank. And the rocket boosters were held to the fuel tank by titanium brackets that were being developed by the contractor. And my source said that when they turned in the data from the fracture testing, he found out later that the load cell that had been doing the testing hadn't been calibrated properly and was actually giving results that showed the bracket would hold for a greater weight and pressure than than the results were indicating, uh, that it would break sooner. And he was very concerned about it because it led to Uh, What he said was the use of titanium castings instead of titanium forged uh, brackets, which would have been stronger, he maintained. In the end, after all of the investigations were finished and the commission that looked into it, I got the final report and I looked into it and the blame, the principal blame, went to a failure of the rubber O-ring. There was a a leak in, or there was a a gap in one of the O-rings 
that probably stemmed from the freezing uh, or the cold temperatures at Cape Canaveral overnight. And the flame, when the solid fuel burned up to that level, the flame from the solid fuel started to spew from the gap in the O-ring and it spewed right onto one of these brackets or right in the vicinity of one of the brackets. And it was the failure, the fracturing of that bracket then that caused that solid rocket booster to pivot on the upper bracket, sort of pivot the tip of it, the upper tip into the external fuel tank. And it fractured that and spilled the liquid hydrogen out onto the entire assembly of the shuttle and resulted in the explosion. My source maintained that the bracket still could have held even with the flames from the SRB spewing onto it if it had been a forging rather than a casting. Of course, we will never know whether that's true or not. And we didn't really look into it deeply until after the explosion. I went up to my editor and I said, you know, I have a source who says this is exactly what was going to happen. And the more I looked into this, the more resistance I got from the company.